Welcome everybody to episode number 25 of Biting the Bullet. We are joined with our good buddy, Whiskey and Rebellion. We're stoked to have you back on the show, man. Uh, thanks, bud. It's good to be back. I, I would say throw out your uh, IG and stuff like that. I guess you could still do that, but uh, <laughs> your, your backups. But um, So what, what happened today? Uh, well, you guys were watching the news, right? About Katie Hill? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... Uh, posted that story and then i i posted a meme after um you guys ever seen silence of the lambs oh yeah yeah yes so i took um buffalo bill when he's got his dick tucked in between I his legs like that. spread eagle and i just tagged her in it and you know took a screenshot <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that shit was so funny i was cracking up i don't when know I saw if it. you guys like you know saw the actual uh pictures um daily mail had them but yeah, yeah. I was the one that said you asked for the uh, the uh, pics, and I was yeah. like, yeah, it's in the article. Yeah. and uh, They're intense. Well, she just got like a boy body, <laughs> so that's what made me think of Buffalo Bill. <laughs> dude, she totally does. Yeah, she dude. totally has a boy body. It's so awkward looking. I had that, uh, I had that quote from him like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> that was going through my head. But uh, yeah, I guess they didn't like that. So uh, Instagram is no more. So I guess I'm just going to go over to Twitter. Dude, good. I miss your memes. I don't have Instagram anymore. So now I can enjoy your content from the hellscape that is Twitter. Well, <laughs> problem is, dude, I don't really fucking get you know, the do's and don'ts of Twitter. I, I just do whatever looks right to me. That's, that's kind of what I, I do. Just, right. I don't know. I just how do we... whatever I want on Twitter. I'm just surprised I haven't gotten nuked yet. I wasn't sure yeah. if there yeah, was like fucking... some unwritten rule. Yeah. Fucking Jared got our fucking biting the bullet page banned for like a day, but <laughs> hasn't got his personal somehow banned. Like, I, I don't know. fucking what? get it. He called an army dude a pussy and we got fucking banned for a day. Oh, dude, army guys are pussies. <laughs> every fucking soy boy fucking vet is either from the air force or the fucking army yeah i don't know we've seen I've, we've seen a lot of marines lately i was about to say like you you sort of you know prick the marine ego a little yeah. bit oh, like yeah. that's when you get the oh, big yeah. blow ups uh, right true. i know yeah, that's true. like the people who absolutely just rage yeah, there was one. It. There was one that we were arguing with on Twitter. Uh, it was probably a month or two ago, and it was a. It was this fucking guy, and he was like the USMC liberal or something like that. I don't. That was like his fucking Jesus name. Jesus Christ! And he was and he was arguing with us about guns. Mega and we're like, faggot. dude, are you fucking? Are you are you fucking serious right now? Like, <laughs> was he fuck was off, he one bro. of those types where he's like, I carried an M4 in Iraq? Yes, like. Yes. Yep, you got it. Yeah, Absolutely. These are Nailed weapons it. of war. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we don't fucking have M4s, you stupid ass. <laughs> well, and it, it's hey, just, no, I've, I've been triggering a bunch of fuds on that whole argument. So yeah. Let's he, not go there. 
Yeah, he was. <laughs> Jared was arguing. Yeah, Jared got called a soy boy, fucking Beethoven. Yeah, he did. Well, no, because I argued because I argued there isn't any real vast difference between M4s and fucking AR-15s, and as such, they're essentially the same weapon system. And they are weapons. A, despite a minor, and they are weapons of war, and that's exactly why they should be in the hands of civilians. Because in order to secure your individual liberty, you need to have the ability to conduct war. Absolutely, I agree. Did you guys yeah. M4s? Did they even have? Full auto, or was it just three round burst? No, it's just it burst. three. Yeah, no, they completely, they com- yeah, they completely got rid of fucking full auto. It's you don't do it if you're not firing it from belt fed. Then you're it's not, stupid. Yeah, why would you? I remember right before I got out. I don't know if it was the army or just the unit that I was in, but they had switched out all the lower receivers to be fully automatic. And, um, but even then, it was like that's you know in the case that you're in an ambush, right? And it's like that mad minute. Other than that, you're just supposed to stick on semi, right? Yeah. There's a reason that you don't use full auto. I would like to use full auto. <laughs> I would like to have that fucking option as a free man. But... Burst is worse. <laughs> like, yeah, burst, burst is so bad. Burst sucks. Yeah, dude. I, I remember the first time, you know, you, yeah. got, you got so excited. To, like in MCT, you got to shoot burst for the first time. Yeah, for like marine combat training mm-hmm. and we're like we're like all right cool you i get to shoot on burst i get to shoot on burst and it's like Ba-da-da! and you're like all your shots are just fucking everywhere exactly. and i was like oh that was fucking yeah gay. like <laughs> your first your first shot's kind of close and that second one's higher and that third one's like way higher and you're like what just happened <laughs> it's so annoying i don't even know how like you know the Somalians do it. <laughs> they're skinny little, they're skinny little they frames don't. with a full auto AK. Like that's <laughs> why they fucking miss all the time. That's why the fucking Taliban misses because the fucking dude was pop his fucking AK up over a wall, and not look, and it was hold the trigger and hold on for dear life. Exactly, that's literally what they do. But there's no fucking, there's no accuracy or discipline in their shots. It's just and you can rag on them for that all you want, right? But at the same time, like. They're still more free. At least they can God have full auto. Yeah, Fuck exactly. you guys. I hate all of you. Even, oh, that hurt. Think, think about that for a second, right? Like the Afghanis that we went to fight for our freedoms. Are like, more free than we are. <laughs> they've got, you know, they're 30-year-old rifles, but at least they're full auto. <laughs> Well, fuck you, whiskey. Yeah, they don't need they don't need permission from the state with like class four weapon license or some bullshit. They have to pay thousands of dollars for. It. They're just like, no, nah, this is my AK. I do whatever I want with it. Exactly. Yeah, they're I like, highly doubt that like, they paid a two hundred dollar tax stamp to the Taliban. <laughs> yeah, for real. They're like the government's like, yeah, dude, we're getting invaded by these foreigners. Fucking go at it. <laughs> they actually probably got those AKs from America. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, so not uh, only are they more free. Than we are, and like we're over there fighting for freedom, so that's we hypocritical and retarded. Yeah, we're, it's just another example of us funding the groups that we go over there to fight. Right? Yep. Every time love, the world is Dave a fuck. Smith, I love Dave Smith's intro so much. He's like, "You want to know who our next enemy is? Look at who we're funding right exactly. now." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's the truest. Like, I remember the first time I fucking listened to that podcast, and I heard that fucking intro, and I thought about it for a second. And I was like, "Ah." Exactly. <laughs> Instantly, I'm like, God damn it! Do you guys listen to well, Scott Horton, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's got the same thing. That little Hillary clip where she's like, "Oh Are yeah. we funding mm-hmm. Al Qaeda in Syria?" And she's Secretary of State, like knowing damn well that we were. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. And it was like, I, I don't know. Did you see the uh, Edward Edward Snowden interview with uh, 
uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan yesterday. Oh, dude, I'm ten minutes into it. I was listening to that before you guys brought me on. Okay, yeah, dude, it's dude, good. It's so good. But there's a part in it where he talked about uh, uh oh, he talked about the this uh the high security or not intelligence guy, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, um, Clapper. Clapper. When they asked him, you know, hey, are are we? are we in our data collecting everything from the American population? And he was like, no, no, we're not knowing <laughs> goddamn well that we were. Exactly. And then three months, yeah. Three months yeah. later, Edward Snowden drops the fucking shit. Yeah. And, and then the cool, the crazy thing was like the guy asking the question knew. knew as well that we were collecting. And like, he was trying to go through the legal, pro- the legal process that's set up to like, he can't talk about it because it's classified, but if he gets the fucking uh, senior rep of the NSA to say it, maybe he can talk about it. But he asked him, and he already knew the answer to the question, and James Clapper lied. So then the guy was like, I'm a bitch. I'm not going to confront I'm him. He's like, <laughs> yeah. And then, he, and then he wrote him a letter afterwards saying like, hey, you should come back and say that you did know and that you just didn't know how to answer the question. And the guy was just like, Nope. And then just, was I just was like, just nope. about to say like the way that American politics goes, nothing came of it. Right. Absolutely. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Just a whistleblower. What do you, what do you fucking up? know, dude? Yeah. <laughs> dude, he had a solid line in there and it was basically like, he, he was going in depth, like literally explain how phones work. And like, I'm a retard. So I was like, Oh, that's how it works. Like, <laughs> and you went in depth and explained like how the phone works, how it tracks you, how they know everything about you pretty much by soon you're just by having your phone on. And then like, and, and how he phrased it was, uh, you don't pay, you pay for the phone, but you don't own the phone. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like you pay for it, but they just, once you agree to those terms and the conditions, like, everything's over like you mean they have everything you mean it's like my my house my car my body <laughs> my, <laughs> every fucking thing else that i have to pay anything for not your phone though like <laughs> yeah right yep yeah every, everything else like we don't you don't own anything in america anymore like you yeah. barely own your fucking tv dude <laughs> dude so because i don't remember much about edward snowden because at the time like when he started um, releasing all of his leaks and that was in the news. Like I was still a big old fucking neocon, but yeah, what I, the one who I do remember is Julian Assange because when he made WikiLeaks, I remember when that was coming out, I was in a, yeah. uh, I was in a class at West Point and um, my teacher, I can't remember what class it was in, but I remember who he was and uh, he was an Apache pilot. And I remember like how shook he was because it had just come out that Apache pilots were targeting journalists. Oh shit. Yeah. Do you guys remember that when those videos uh, are like, I, I remember a, that a journalist and his camera crew and they're being showed around this area. I think oh, it was, yeah. In, yeah, I think it was in Iraq. I actually and have a, he was just, dude, he was like just there. Yeah. Right. He was back from deployment about, Damn. he was there a year earlier. And he, he was just like, all right, well, I think it was a math class too. And he's like, we're not going to talk about math for a minute. Like, we're going to talk about these leaks. And uh, yeah, we're all like, holy shit. <laughs> like, 
we're fucking killing journalists like why did i join the military i actually have insight into how that like happened so uh for like air support during like the initial stages in iraq and shit all the way up until about like 2010 or so helicopters basically operated like fucking tank crews or like lar they would just roll around they would get what's called a type three observation there's four types of aircraft uh close air support observation and basically they'd get a clearance for type three observation which is like you just get like a box and you're like if you see something in this box you fucking kill it and back then their boxes were like everything east of here for miles just go and they would just roll around looking for shit and it's something that i bring up with a lot of dudes when they bring up like aircraft and shit like that for like you know boogaloo purposes and it's uh you can't see get your space bank. space bank it's like boys. they have these great optics if they're oriented yeah. on the right thing and somebody on the ground is describing the target to them that's great they have great optics when they're just trying to find shit themselves they don't have so great optics but yeah, yeah so that's basically so it was just like a super loose control of fucking helicopters back in the early stages of Iraq, and they would just light shit up because that's that's gonna win s- hearts and minds. At the same time, what the WikiLeaks was, the WikiLeaks were, um, they were like actively targeting journalists. Like it wasn't like the box. Like there was those. They, they but knew it was, where they were. They oh, knew that's where the journalists that were. Was, that was the yeah. Fuck. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's true. It's like it's been a long time, but I remember like that being the big case for me. You know, yeah, one of the I do big remember cases that. that I was like, wow, we are out of fucking control, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. We don't and, we don't make fucking sense. Yeah. And like my my big turnaround was when I went into a philosophy class when I was there, but that was the year before I even took philosophy. And I was still like, wow, this is this is kind of fucked up. I was still all hua and everything, right? Like, yeah, the army's fucking yeah. tight. Like, I'm so glad that I did this, you know. But Jesus, yeah, dude. Dude, when when uh when that happened, because it happened in 2013, and I was like literally brand new into the Marine Corps, so I was like just became an intel analyst. And when that shit happened, like we got fucking annual training up the ass about that. like about fucking cybersecurity orders. The Patriot Act, they were like, like this is what you can say, this is what you can post online. Like, I remember, like, you remember doing that fucking, like, sec op fucking shit on annual training? Blue slips, sink ships. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Uncle Sam the whole time in the video, like, fucking telling you. And he's, like, in the video, he's at, like, some fucking tattoo fucking shop, and he's getting a tattoo, and he's, like, he's, like, oh, I'm going on deployment to Afghanistan, and, uh, and then the chick's, like, just making conversation. And then, like, the whole conversation's normal. Like, he's, like, I'm going to deploy here. Like, didn't really give specifics. I'm, like, with the region that well. He was just, like, I'm going here, going to this area, kind of. And I'll be doing this. And it was, like, basically, like, he he like he, he had he, he knew nothing. He's just this fucking retard knew, like, what where he was going to go. <laughs> but the fucking video was, like, you just sink ships because you <laughs> you fucking told way too much and it was All like what did he a terrorist what did he say where to fucking go devil dog fucking <laughs> yeah to, like all he, like all he said is like i'm going to afghanistan i heard i might be in this like region but they're like what are you gonna do and he's like i really don't know i'm a fucking shooter like i'll be fucking i don't, I don't know like you're and, a fucking boot he's, he's, he's getting a marine corps tattoo in the video he's trying, like, to, he's trying to fuck the tattoo artist oh yeah <laughs> 
it was, exactly. It was a girl, yeah, it was a girl tattoo artist. And the next scene is like, like the next scene is like her like sneaking off and like opening yeah. up this drug dealer cell phone <laughs> and like calling the terrorists on her drug dealer cell phone. She's in some like, little town outside of Twenty Nine yeah. Palms. She's, like, she's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Osama bin Laden. I know where they're going. <laughs> she's literally cracked out on meth doing this tattoo. Like <laughs> it was so fucking so- bullshit. But I had to do that. I had to do that like three times or four times a year, every quarter. Intel guys had to do it. It wasn't yearly for everyone else. It was fucking a quarter. Of course. It was so fucking retarded how much... Like, that's why I hated Snowden. Not because he fucking <laughs> what he beat. Because the Marine Corps overreacted Dude. and was like, Intel guys need to fucking learn offset security. Dude, like, you just oh brought up the greatest God. point, though. Like, how many... <laughs> how many of your... How many of your fucking political ideology or, like, your political uh, beliefs were formed just on, like, how it made your life more <laughs> Yo, you're so not wrong, dude. You're so Anything not happens. Anything happens that has any fucking fourth party relation to the military, especially the Marine Corps, because they're like, we have to survive on being awesome, so we have to be the best. So fucking, they just overreact the fuck out of everything. Also, a uh, quick tidbit. Fucking for the last thing about loose links, uh, loose lips sink ships. I got that same training, but the second I was deployed to Afghanistan, I told every bitch that I was deployed to Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was trying to get that in, but I'm sorry to go back. But yeah, like I was like, I don't give a fuck. I hope I get shot at. I want to kill somebody. Fucking like every. I'm a goddamn American and hero. Like, and it's like I'm. Yeah, I was a neocon. And then it's like, I'm 19. I want to get pussy. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hell in the province, baby. I'm going to go fucking fight the war. I'm going to be a fucking, I'm a fucking warrior. Like, Dude, and those little meth dealers. I feel like such a piece of shit about this. Like, I hate myself for it. But I do remember one time when I went home, I went to a party and I wore my army PT shirt. <laughs> Like, Hells yeah, bro! Uh, you are such a faggot. I but, know. Hey, I, I, I get it because like I went on, I went on leave, and they tell you in boot camp that you're required to wear your dog tags all the time. So I wore my dog tags on boot leave all the time. I was about time. to say the exact same thing. I was like, hey man, I wore. I was like, when I was at 18, on that 10 day leave after boot camp, I was wearing an affliction shirt with my dog tags outside the shirt. On my Instagram, I had pictures oh. with me and my dog tags outside. Yes. And dude, like, I don't, when I was get, like my last year in the Marine Corps, I went through my entire Instagram and deleted like everything. So I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, that's yeah, still did. on there. Oh, yeah, he fucking did. Fucking good old, oh shit, I had boot pics purged. That's a fucking thing. Every fucking. Every post 9-11 social media fucking warrior has that moment where he's like, there's a picture of him like staying in a parade rest next to his parents. And he's like, fuck. Dude, my fucking cover photo on Facebook for the longest time was like my three friends in boot camp standing at parade rest in our fucking oh, dress blues. <laughs> it was my cover photo for like a two fucking I years. Like, but my Facebook picture for a while was me and two of my buds in MCT and boots and you to their arms crossed in Oakley glass. <laughs> oh, God. I, oh my I hate God. myself. I have I have a picture that's still on Facebook and I'll probably leave it there because it's with uh, my grandparents and it's 
probably like one of the only pictures I'm going to have of them because they're probably going to die soon. So <laughs> but it's, me and my, <laughs> it's, it's me, it's me and my deltas and I'm like at parade rest and I have this like mean looking face on and I'm like, God, dude, I want to delete it so bad, but I'm pretty sure my mom would just delete it. I want to go back in time <laughs> and fucking punch myself in the fucking face. Uh, yeah, dude. Dude, there's dude, some so shit I'm, I did as like, a boot that's terrible. I've I've got this like you know fucking theory essentially, and I think it's I think it's true. I don't even think I have to call it a theory, but um, like everybody says, you know that they join the military to fight for freedom or preserve the American way of life or any of those fucking buzzwords. But every like deep down, everybody fucking knows damn well you joined the military because you thought it was gonna make you a badass. <laughs> And or get you laid. One hundred percent. All right. So, so like, wait, wait, wait. Deep down, so, like not, you can. Why do we have to go there, like, whiskey? Why do we have to go there? Like completely one hundred percent. There was definitely some of that. Like because my dad, my no, dad wait. was in the army. No, but it was but it I was had, a majority. No, my, don't you fucking was, lie like, to yourself. Was, <laughs> I wanted to know what war. I wanted to go through war. Like I fucking that was that's what I was. It was it's directly so like I wanted to be a badass. Like I wanted to fucking yeah. You one of those I war stories. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I put myself in the situation of all the fucking dumbass movies I watched as a kid of somebody shooting at me and me shooting back at them and seeing who comes out on top. That all right. Crazy. So I, what I was going to say was like, I totally went because oh, I decided to join the military because I was like, you know, I want to do something with my life. Like I'm going to do something good with it because I felt like a piece of shit at the time. So I was like, I'm going to do something good with it. I joined the Marine Corps because I wanted to be a badass. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... That's the fucking dude, truth, dude. I, love how, I, fucking, love how I joined, I joined the Army because I didn't want to be like, you know, fucking Generation Kill where they're bitching about not having <laughs> batteries. Dude, uh, yeah. you, <laughs> no fault like, against like, you, my friend. Full metal yeah. jacket. And then, honestly, I saw Generation Kill before I fucking joined. And I was, it, it didn't dissuade me. It, like, honestly, looking back on it now, like, I saw it last that's year. A, that's a show that I like tell people to watch because it is a really realistic depiction. And it it's does a, a good, good job of showing the bullshit in the military. But it was like, I was like, I want to live through that fucking bullshit. Dude, I want to live through that and come out on top. That's, I was also that's so dead true. set on going to one of the service academies and that. I knew if I went to the Naval Academy in order to get into the Marines, some of that gay would have rubbed off on me. <laughs> the next thing I know, like I'm figuring dude. my butthole in the shower. I don't know. How <laughs> dude, dude, okay, got, that's not that's caught. not even like a false. That's not a false belief. Like my okay, my my dad was a Marine, so he always told me like the Navy Corps men are gay. Like they're all everyone in the Navy's gay, and that was the biggest joke. But I, dude, I don't know what it was about me and Luke's first unit in the Marine Corps. I have no problem with gay people, but I don't know why. But all the fucking docs were gay. Literally, Every single one of them, besides like two, uh, because two. they were girls. Only the girls were not gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you look yeah. a little dehydrated. Dude, the, Do you need a silver bullet have... over there, trooper? Need to bend over and stick a thermometer up your tush? Yeah, let me open like one of my best my friends in Japan was gay, and I was like, What the fuck? Dude? Why is everyone that's a doc actually gay? I'm like, Dad wasn't and, wrong. And we, and we told that doc, uh, we told that doc, We're like, Dude, why is everybody gay? And he was like, Yo, we just like fucking asshole. What's wrong with that? Like, dude, he was, he was, dude, he called funniest. us faggot more yeah. than anyone I've ever met in my entire yeah. life. He called us faggot, and, and I'd be like, Jim, I'd be like, Jim, you can't call me fucking 
a faggot. Like you're gay. Dude, he's that's, like, shut that's up, the worst, That's the worst thing about homosexuals. Those are the best kinds of gays, no. though. Yeah, exactly. That was all... It's like that was, I was about to say that was the worst thing. And in my eyes, it's the best thing. To some other people, it's the worst thing. Is that the type of like dude that fucks other dudes that joins like the Marine Corps, like the Army Infantry, is a dude that fucks. Like, dude, he's, he's going to act like you, but he's going to be like, yeah, he's I'm going to go get me some fucking right. dick tonight. And you're like, what the dude, fuck, dude? Jesus. I have the perfect story for this, too. So we had our Marine Corps ball in Japan, and it's at the E-Club on base because we're not allowed off base, basically. So it's at the E-Club on base, and so we go to it, and obviously the docs are with us, and we're all doing the Marine Corps balls. So after the Marine Corps ball, everybody leaves, goes, gets changed because nobody wants to be in their fucking blues anymore. Well, three of the docs come back, and they're uh, two, three of them are Filipino, or the, these three were Filipino, and they're all gay, and they come back dressed as women to the E Club. I, I fucking love it. I heard it. about that and in Guam. I heard that like it's if, cross dressing yeah, is like a thing yeah. in Guam. Whiskey, whiskey. They, if you if you didn't just, know who they were, just, yes, dude, our buddy, like. I, everybody at our table, besides like me at first, until I told everybody. Oh, I don't like where this they is were, going, bro. I don't thought, like where this is going. They thought that they were like locals, like local nationals, oh, that because they let local nationals come on base all the dude. time and drink at the E Club. Dude, so dude. I was like, I was like, like somebody was like, dude, that bitch is hot. I haven't seen her before. That bitch is hot too. That whole group is hot. Blah 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 blah. And it's these docs, right? And I'm like, I'm like looking at them, and I was like. Yo, 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 chill out, bro. Like, hold on. Like, that's, that's so-and-so. And they're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And I'm like, no, dude, that is Doc blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, it's not. And then one of our buddies is like, like drunk, but not like, he's not drunk enough to be doing what he did. He walks over there and starts macking on one of oh, them. Jesus Christ. And I was just like, I'm like cracking up because I know it's them at this point because I talk to them all the time. And I was like, dude, it is them. And he's about to fucking kiss them. And they ended up taking dudes home that night. Like swear to fucking God. Jesus fucking. Wasn't there a Marine in the Philippines that like drowned some trap on a toilet? Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There was definitely a Marine in the Philippines. Yeah, that, we fucking know. Yeah, because we got fucked for in Japan. The somehow. Marine Corps is a mass or a mass punishment. If one Marine makes it into a newspaper anywhere, the entire Marine Corps enlisted gets punished. Oh, it doesn't absolutely. even have to be a Marine. <laughs> we the reason the reason why we were on lockdown in Japan in the first place was because two Navy guys that were there for less than forty eight hours. They were contractors. Japan, contract and they were prior Navy. They stopped in uh, mainland Japan and raped two girls Jesus and then Christ. and then left. And then the Marine Corps got put on lockdown because we're pieces of shit. And then you wonder why we want to kill people all the time. Dude, what, do you, what, do you even, <laughs> what do you even do? Like, I, I knew a guy who uh, was getting picked up by this, you know, like Asian, like Filipino looking woman, um, got head from supposedly her in an escalade and then finds out it's a dude and i haven't heard from the guy in five fucking years like i don't know where he is dude, I, so how do you how do you recover from dude, that i don't know i know a guy he's a staff sergeant now when he was a lance corporal he fucked a tranny in the ass and what's funny is about like somewhere during either the foreplay or the initial the initial intercourse 
he knew he found out he was a, it was a tranny, but he was so pissed fucking drunk that he just didn't care. So we just fucking yeah, do you- the tranny in the ass. <laughs> Holy then, hell. But it was but he was at like a party or something. He was we were somewhere where he had a couple other marine buds, so they fucking knew. And then fucking like they could front him about it any minute and fucking yeah. So and he's a staff sergeant See, now. He's in this is like the this, these shit. are the type of things like where it's the top three things, you know, first things when I think about the Marine Corps, I think about this. Yeah, dude. That same guy, I was on road guard with him when we were Lance Corporals, and that same guy, we were Lance Corporals, and he was on we, we just took turns standing post as road guards. And he was in the tent, like taking a nap. When you said took turns, I thought you were going somewhere else. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> you know how this—you know how this podcast runs a little too well. So but, did um, I. Tat out of the tent. He looks at me. He goes, "Do," and I was like, "What?" He's like, "I pooed." I'm like, "Say that again." He's like, "I pooed," and I was like, "You're about to tell me to shit your fucking pants." He's like, "Yes." I was like, "Bro, fucking don't." And then I got to watch this grown fucking man. Yeah. Watch it. He shit himself in his sleep. I don't know how he did it. It was beautiful. But then I watched this man then bare (laughs) an ass in like fucking flip flops, his his, uh, like cami blouse, but no pants, run into the desert a little bit, throw a pair of boxers out there, and then run back into his tent. Oh, yeah. How many many times did you have to like cut a piece out of your undershirt? (laughs) <laughs> to wipe your ass oh dude i never did that i was a prepared marine i always had baby wipes i, I didn't fuck around yeah. with that shit I yeah would, i, I was saving that shit for my mres every I time had baby wipes every field up and fucking uh excursion outside the wire in afghanistan i always had baby wipes pringles and fucking uh i just forgot the guy what oh nicotine see i was a strong ranger <laughs> i was a strong ranger i wasn't a smart ranger no nah, man, I did tough shit. I was like, I, I, I didn't. I had a corporal. Who I just taught, was dumb, dude. I had a corporal who taught me good, and he said, "How much?" He was like, "How?" Not he was like, good. "How?" No, he was like, "How much do you smoke each, 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 each week or so?" And I was like, "Oh, about a pack a day." He was like, "All right, now take take that, multiply that by one point five, and that's your that's your field operation for deployment. You multiply that number by two that's your deployment he's like that's your deployment ration per week that's what you need to have and sustain especially when you go outside the wire and he's like and if you don't dip and i was like i've dipped before he's like all right well he's like you're gonna dip again bring some dip he's like you're gonna you're gonna dip again and fucking that hey he was a he was a good nco he taught me right because everything he said was 100 (laughs) percent true i i bought one and a half literally i multiplied it at one and a half times my first couple field ops amount of cigarettes that i smoked Every fucking Dude, I was doing week. about a pack a day. Yeah. I was doing about a pack a day for three years. And I'll tell you what, man, the thing that I miss most about the army, other than uh, that's not true. Like I miss the people. But the second thing that I miss most was waking up in a patrol base at the ass crack of dawn when the sun was coming up <laughs> and lighting a cigarette. cigarette. Yes. And just taking taking puffs <laughs> on the dart with your fleece cap on, oh, like just wrapped up there in your like, sleeping bag. <laughs> all fucking tucked in and those shit like the, cold as fuck those are some of the oh. best times dude and then I mean, dude the sleep in the field oh. though like i slept the best like in the baby fucking field. I, like, yeah. a fucking like a baby i slept yeah, dude. better with a coil of mraps around me with 50 cows pointed out using a rock as a pillow in afghanistan and Helmand province than i do in my own bed today dude i think that, if the army taught fucking, one thing it's dude. to fall asleep wherever the fuck you fuck need yeah. to yeah yeah well, isn't it weird that like 
when you're in the worst situation of your entire life, but you appreciate the littlest fucking things yeah. out of that shitty life. That's the only thing Dude, you that, can do. That's like, yeah. that's a life thing though, right? Like you gotta, yeah. <clears throat> you gotta just come to terms with like the little things. That's what, that's what makes it. I mean, know? I think that's, I think that's yeah. why we hit so many bets with like the whole libertarian message. Because you look at a lot of other libertarians that kind of broadcast like out the message of libertarianism and being a veteran. And when you first try to peek into libertarianism and you see like all the big names and shit, you start looking at them. Not very fun. No, it's not very fun. You don't get treated with like acceptance unless you come out swinging with like, fuck the state and fucking burn it down. Then they'll be like, all right, you're cool. But like when you first are getting into it and you're kind of like, you're in that like Republican, like. I want to be like I like I had small government in that phase. You yeah, know, you're like but, I've dealt with yeah. I've dealt with the you know Marines Army or yeah, whatever. Like yeah. I don't like being controlled. Yeah, that kind of shit. And you you you've learned your lessons from your service, and you're kind of like you're mm. starting to peak in libertarianism. It's a fucking shit show, and it is rough. It sucks. Yeah. So dick. I think that's why we've we've started to attract a lot of fucking libertarian bets is that we don't we're not gonna shit on everything about the fucking service. I'm never gonna say it never gave me anything. I mean, it really honestly did make me the fucking man I am today. It gave me a lot of that because at the end of the day, I wouldn't change my way. Yeah, because at the end of the mm. day, a lot of the shit we fucking do and a lot of the shit we fucking deal with, it makes you grow some thick fucking skin, and it makes you grow oh. a fucking lot, and it does teach you a lot. But, but that's like cop, one of the but, most important principles yeah. of libertarianism, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like it, you're responsible for yourself. Like you got to do your own and shit. The, and, I think, and it's funny because the government's not even at play there. It's just the absolute ineptitude that you're, like I said, it's like living in the fucking DMV. The DMV is in control of your fucking life. That's what the military is. It's so true. It makes you have to be that to fucking push through that shit. It really Plus does. Two, it like, makes it, it, they don't want you to be an individual, but through trying to force you to not be an individual, they make you yeah. a fucking individual. Like, cause you're like, fuck. Dude. And it's just, it's so easy, you know, to convert veterans I've found just because mm-hmm. like to an extent they fucking get it. Like yeah. there's a few things yeah. that's always in the way. Like I get a lot of guys, you know, coming into my DMS just, you know, angry at like what I'm saying, especially after I post like anti-military, um, anti-military, yeah, anti-cop, you're like anti-military, anti-cop, like any of those memes, they always come in. They're like, dude, you know, you don't fucking know what it's like to serve, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, no, dude, like I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing though. Like, I'm not going to suck your balls or coddle you. Like grow yeah. a fucking pair. Dude, isn't right? it, isn't it, them, isn't it funny? How, like isn't it bat. funny? absolutely like that's what i'm saying like isn't it funny how they uh you know that like while while those same people while they're in they're talking about how people are like civvies are so soft and shit like that and you know people don't talk how they're supposed to talk because they want to beat around the bush and then the moment that you like us especially in this group these these four people right here on this podcast right now we're we're sitting there and we're like no Fuck you. I'm not going to worship your ass. You're a piece of shit. I know exactly what you did. You're just as big of a piece of shit as I am. Fuck off. And then and then they act like, oh, like their entire ego is just destroyed. And it's like, what? This is what you wanted, right? You want pe- you want people to talk like you do. Well, guess what? I'm talking like you do, and I'm telling you how yeah. it is. Yeah, I'm giving you the I'm giving you the hard well, fucking yeah. truths. And then at that point, right? Like, that suck point, it the fuck yeah. up, Buttercup. And then at that point, that fucking dude has two options. He can either a 
usually what I see is either A, they go, all right, let's have a conversation, or B, yeah. they just go the super fucking aggro route where they basically try to do that. Like, it happens to, to me all the time. Like, they try to do the fucking, well, I bet you're some fucking supply yeah. pod fucking bitch ass, yeah. and you fucking never they, deployed, they you fucking sat on base. And I, I honestly, like, I'm not trying to, like, I don't talk about my own fucking service, uh, the, like, to... To, to actually deploy to fucking combat in fact i fucking regret it most fucking days but i can uh, i do bring that to the podcast where i'm like no yeah. dude, I, I experienced that too no, I mean, you I should fucking, every fucking, fucking time or ramadi yeah. but like i yeah no <laughs> i bring that up thing, I bring, right like yeah but then it's I like they deployed. fucking just get pissed off yeah but it, it don't matter yeah, I, n- I never deployed but it's like it's the fucking greatest yeah. like that's a gift yes, exactly yeah, yeah you know, exactly they don't, they don't get it right like i got out before i deployed three... i was supposed to go to uh hellman province right when i got out it was like uh, no man uh, fuck this uh, shit i was supposed to go to iraq i was slotted on a deployment doing the workup and i denied re-enlistment because i was like fuck this yeah, yeah exactly like yeah. i'm i'm not gonna fucking apologize for that i didn't put myself uh-huh. in that situation uh-huh. thankfully you know i realized that it was all a bunch yeah. of smoke and mirrors and bullshit before i had to put myself into that position whereas <clears throat> you know close friends of mine like i got one of my best friends who uh he gave an order that sent a couple guys with an ANA force in Afghanistan out of the wire walking between um, cops and three of his fucking dudes got killed. Right. Like, yeah. I don't want yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's I, the, and then that's he the had to go, you know, when he was stateside and tell their parents, you know, that, you know, all the bullshit buzzwords, like he died for freedoms and yeah. he was serving his country and stuff like that. And that ate him the fuck up, dude. Well, that's something we went that- to get drinks when he got home and he was like, he broke down crying at the bar. He was like, I don't, I don't fucking deal with any of this shit anymore. Like I, I don't see it. You know, I'm not the same person that I was. Well, that's, that's like, something that, uh, fucking God, I never had to put myself in that position. Fuck yeah, I'm but, not going to yeah, apologize bro. for that. Well, that's something that Luke, Luke to... brings up very, very often. And then that we, we've talked about it on several occasions on our show, which is that even the dudes that don't fucking deploy, they feel the fucking, they feel the fucking deployments. Like, cause, yeah, cause, feel, cause man. especially in the Marine Corps, cause the Marine Corps is so fucking small. Everybody knows everybody. You through, well, you through three contacts, know everybody in the Marine Corps. I feel, I feel so, that. So, yeah. so when fucking dudes die, when dudes come back fucked up, when you find out about a dude who came back and just fucking blacked out and beat the piss out of his fucking wife after he came back from Iraq, uh, when you have NCOs that have been on multiple fucking tours and you start to get a little bit older when you're, you're peeking towards starting to pick up portable and shit. And you're like actually looking at these NCOs as not as like gods or deities. Like they're, they're just like a man and you're kind of looking, you start to see their little flaws. You start to see their little fucking cracks. I have fucking guys, Dude. I have fucking PFCs and privates that caught me fucking in the smoke pit at like fucking two in the morning, piss fucking drunk, crying fucking off a bottle of fucking JMO and fucking, I remember fucking NCOs that fucking I walked out and I saw them all fucked up in fucked up situations multiple times. The worst, the worst part for me in the, my, my last year was the worst time for me in the Marine Corps because uh, at a certain point through it, I decided not to reenlist as I was doing this workup. First off, I thought 
the people that I was going with were going to get me fucking killed. I was like, I don't trust any of you <laughs> I know the guys you were going to deploy guys... with. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm going to be the one that like, this guy's going to be doing something stupid. I'm going to go try and save his ass and get fucking smoke checked. <laughs> like, like I was like, I'm like, that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to deploy. And I really started coming into this whole libertarian thing. And, uh, I wasn't even anarchy was like, I was still arguing with anarchists on fucking Facebook pages. Like, dude, oh, that doesn't that. even make sense. You know, like you're fucking stupid. Like we can't have anarchy kind of thing. And that's where I was at. But, uh, I was very against the, like at that point I was really coming into my ideal where I was like very against the war and the worst, my, my worst time in the Marine Corps was like my last eight months. And it was the absolute worst time in my, in my Marine Corps career was when I denied orders to go to Iraq and I denied my reenlistment. And the next day they were like, all right, you're not going, we see that you're not going on this reenlistment. Well, somebody has to take that slot and they picked one of my boots. And from that moment on, it was just that last eight months was me training people to go to this war that I didn't believe in. Dude, and I, that, I feel that fucking killed me. Yeah. I feel that well, honestly- I, I spent a year in limbo as an ammo platoon guy, right? Like just running ranges yeah, on a base, right? Like, and from sun up to sundown, six days a week, like <clears throat> they tried to fuck with me so hard. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what they thought that they were going to accomplish, right? Because I, like, I was getting out because I realized I hated what the military was. And then they, you know, they put me through that shit. It's like, what do you think you're going to change my fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Well, like, but real and real talk too. just while I'm thinking about it. Like, you know, any, any of the vets, I'm not sure how many vets there are that are listening to this and they haven't, you know, quite made the jump. They might just be listening to. Yeah. You I feel like, I feel like we're still at the level because, where the only kind of vets that we're t- that we're hitting right now are kind of vets that more or less agree with us already. We're we're yeah, we're not we're not big big. But yet. you know if there's like, a, if there's even one or two like, yeah. you know don't don't just discount what we're saying because you know it hurts your. You don't like the way we say it like that. Because like, trust me, like I, I've had to tell people who come into my DMs before. It's like, dude, I am I am so fucking on your team. You have no idea. Yeah, like right? I like, was you, bro. <laughs> I, I was you. I get what you're going through. Like, I know how hard it is. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to baby you. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, to some extent, like you got to recognize that what you did was wrong or like you bought into some propaganda that was just utter bullshit. But like, mm. you know, that's the awesome thing about the vet community that I miss so much is that, <clears throat> you know, you've been through the shit together like you look out for each other yeah right like we've all been there we all understand it like we want to keep each other safe the difference between us and most others is that we're like well you know we gotta (laughs) fucking check like what we're doing in the first place yeah well like uh well i mean that's why i think it's cool that like you were the officer route whiskey only because like (laughs) It's not, it's really, it's, it's like the most amazing thing to hear is like, because there's such this divide between enlisted and officer when you're in the military that you think the officers are like either the dumbest people or like 
maybe maybe you can maybe you can relate to the ones that were enlisted before when you're in the military, but even when they are they they hold that that rank, there's still that separation, and you never really understand yeah, the separation. Like you you kind of do because they're like in charge of you, but you never fully understand like what makes you so much goddamn different from me. And when like, it's just us four like here bullshit and talking about like this bullshit like this. It's like, like it's so reinsuring. And the only reason I know that experience, cause like my officer in one, my second unit in the Marine Corps, he was a fucking diehard libertarian. And he would, yeah. he would teach me like, Yo, we need we need to know this intel on this force and this stuff and all this stuff. And then as he would be telling me like these enemy forces and stuff, uh, according to the American Empire, he would like literally turn around and be like, "And all these wars are bullshit." And you're like, yeah. "Whoa, wait!" Yeah, I was like, "What?" This is the most mind blowing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, and then like he told me one day is like, "I just want my like whoever I train in any situation because we were at a tank battalion." So like tanks aren't being used in fucking Afghanistan, Iraq anymore. Oh, what? Why, 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 why would all your tank officers are going to Fort Benning for the army? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Why? Why wouldn't tanks be useful against yeah. countering an insurgency? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, but but his whole <laughs> thing was is like if if copper plate and a shape charge. That's yeah. All you need. <laughs> yeah. But his whole thing was like you're not gonna be here forever, and if you do re-enlist. Like you're gonna go somewhere else. So he was diehard about training us, just because like if we are in that situation, like just like Luke was saying, where like it hurt him that like he didn't reenlist, so another person's taking his place. Like that's how he thought too. Is like I need to train in the best of my ability because like I mean, no Intel guys don't really get themselves in the face of danger, but in his mind was like if I can train my guys the best they can, they could possibly yeah. save some dude that's actually out there do, doing whatever the fuck, like a patrol or something like, and, right. yeah. and it was just blew my fucking boots. mind because he hated the system so goddamn much, but he's still like trying to like train yeah. people to the best they can to like to save themselves almost. Uh, yeah. Night. And I, I did, I got that. Like I wanted to go to a new unit, you know, part, part of me was thinking like just, stay in like play the game like try to change people's minds because i was doing the you know the instagram page like a year and a half before i got out you know and or almost two years before i got out and uh i don't know like I, i've never gotten the enlisted side obviously you know I, ne I never went that route i'm not gonna pretend to know like how it is for enlisted or anything like that. But what I do know is that for the officers and I do know a lot of really good fucking officers who are in the same boat as me. Like I, I get how they think and whatnot, but you know, like you really, especially coming from a military Academy, like you, you're fucking immersed, right? Like yeah. you've got, you're learning about hundreds of years of like tradition and stewardship yeah, I bet, and like what it I means to be an bet. officer and hold that gauntlet and everything. Um, and then to just realize like, Holy fuck, like we have lost our way and that, yeah, you know, dude, they'll, they'll ration. I bet you that's insane. Have to, well, dude, seriously, like we'll learn. We would learn in like a, a mill art class that we took our, our first year or our uh, senior year. I mean, like 
you learn about warfare from the Bronze Age up until Afghanistan, right? And the revolution and the civil war, for example, like those are giant parts of what you're learning about, but you learn so much about the revolution and like who the founders were and who, um, you know, like what Americans were like and just that we were just, oh, excuse me. We were just this ragtag fucking group of, yeah, you know, what the British thought of as losers, right? We're fishermen like, and drunkards the state and of shit Georgia like that. Was but literally the Australia before Australia, it was like, hey, for sure, go, go to prison or you can go to fucking Georgia. And they're like, for Georgia, sure, bitch. Like, yeah, you know, you just learn little things like uh, the guy I posted a couple weeks ago on. <laughs> Instagram, yeah, fuck, rest in peace, Instagram, before it was deleted. <laughs> like some some 80-year-old guy on the way from Lexington and Concord to Boston when the British were retreating, like American citizens, just regular American citizens were taking their muskets and taking pop shots at the British. Fuck yeah. Right? Like they're just, they're just so fuck you against <laughs> tyranny and stuff. Like that's that's where we came from. And that's where we learned that we came from, right? Because we're learning about the insurgency and like we're learning about the military art. Um, and you're like, holy shit. Like we're everything that the founders didn't want us to be. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But honestly, like, that culture's still there, man. I mean, you still see- It is still there. And that's the only reason that I'm like still this, talking. A lot, a lot of people like, like to go that whole, like all these, even Republicans, like all these fat uh, fucking rednecks, blah, blah. But even out of Republicans, like my dad's a Republican. Like if uh-huh. the government does shit, like we're going to go, go fucking confiscate weapons. No, we're actually going to go after weapons. My dad as a Republican will 100% probably fucking take up arms against the government. Like 100%. Yeah, dude. But, but, like, but that culture, that culture revolution, that, that, that culture of being just like- That's never gone anywhere. Of being like, no, uh, fuck you. That, yeah. yeah. Exactly as you said, it hasn't fucking gone anywhere, and it spans yes. all all sides outside of libertarianism, even towards the more fucking Republican, fucking I think I'm small government types. Like that fucking yeah. culture See, is still like there. my grandparents came over from Scandinavia, right? I'd on, even argue some Democrats are even there. Maybe yeah. like they have a like, line where they'll be like, "All right, I'm going to shoot people." Like that's I'm not related to anybody in the revolution, but to me, like. Being an American, that's fucking who I am, right? Like, <laughs> Typo's family fought on the opposite side of the revolution. <laughs> oh wow, Typo, what a fucking you dude! Well, no, dude, my fucking, my fucking, what a loyalist! <laughs> my fucking family was on. They were hired. We were guns. mercenaries. Uh, we were better. German mercenaries, so we were just oh, going for money. Oh, going for money, dude. The Hessians. Yeah, dude. Oh, right. that's the capitalist I mean, side. Like, I respect that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little bit better. <laughs> but no, see, my whole thing with like, I, I, I'd say that 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 like gut check moment, you know, that we're talking about. That's kind of how I see it. It's like that that line you don't cross that you guys are talking about. I feel like I feel like it's dormant, and I feel like we've been placated a lot. And there's people that. 60 years ago, they would have said the same thing about, you know, um, fuck, like not being able to buy, like, oh, it's it's perfect. So like in the 20, perfect example, like the, the twenties or actually it would have been the, 
the fifties is when it happened, but in the twenties, if you went around and you said, Hey, you're not allowed to have automatic weapons anymore. Everybody would have been, there would have been a shit ton of people that would have been like, fuck you. You can can have automatic weapons store and get exactly. Yep. And this is, and and this is what I'm saying is like, great. I, I know, but this is what I'm (laughs) saying is that what, what happens is the culture that we've created is that we're okay with, small advances on liberty and freedom and it's constantly crept up for the last 200 years yeah and we haven't done anything about I mean, could- it and we and we still haven't and it continues the same cycle and it's either either we're going to have that gut checkpoint but it's got to be a gut checkpoint that everybody agrees with it's got to be something like that that even get anybody off the fucking couch. To I mean, historically, that's, like that's the thing, 100%. right? I was just going to say, I understand that's that. the thing. Like, it doesn't even have but, to be a lot of people. It's just that, you know, like, yeah. fuck, whoever, meant, fuck whoever thought that they I, could domesticate Americans because our But what whole, I meant is that we're, we've already been domesticated yeah. from what we're originally well, from. For, that's my yeah. point. For sure. But then, like, some some people, you know, come around and they're like, look, you know, this is our fucking founding story. Mm-hmm. Like America was built on this. So to an extent, like, you know, deep down, as much as I harp on like America is lost and like we are so fucking strayed yeah. from the path, like we're really not. Well, you and, know, like, all right, we so can, I think I think we're straight from the past. I don't think it'd be very hard to get everybody back on. No. I think this liberty movement that has been created in the last since 2000 basically like i've seen it a lot more since 2000 dude but even since like you know when i first it's been crazy it's been amazing dude when i first started like the page on instagram it was like holy shit nobody thinks what i do and it was just non-stop arguing and now you know like i said i'm not on twitter but on instagram there are so many fucking pages yeah where it's just like i I honestly i honestly believe yeah i honestly believe that like like there's a lot more of us out there. It's just people don't realize that. I think a lot of people they haven't heard it. Yet, yeah, right? exactly. I think we're so. And I agree. And like, that, I think there's a lot of vets that just stay quiet about shit because they just don't want to. Yeah. yeah, veterans, yeah. but I also think just regular fucking Americans, dude. Yeah. I, I think yeah. most people just, you know, I I mean most Americans that like probably think like us or at least aligned with us on most ideas. They probably stick to themselves and d- want to be left alone. So they probably, like, I think a lot of them don't even have social media in a way. They're just, right. They're just like, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, I just and, want to be left yeah, no. alone. And I, and I would argue, if, even if Americans have been domesticated, which I will agree to a lot of your point, a lot of Americans have domesticated, but I don't think the Overton window has been pushed to the point that it would take a lot of government overreaction to just make those people yeah. go, at eh, that, now, fuck yeah. that. Like, sure. I, like, but that's what even, I'm saying. Like, what's the point? What? Where's the point? Because we've. It's up to every person. I'm telling you, I, ex- I know that. That's what I'm saying. What's the point for three percent of the population to be like, "Fuck this"? Because three percent of our population now is seven hundred million people. So, like, what? 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 Seven hundred like, million? What the fuck? What is, <laughs> Wait, maybe no, seventy million. Seventy million. million. My bad. Do the math for no, uh, seven. Math for seven. Yeah, yeah, seven. Oh, I'm a Jet, fucking marine. Seven. Fuck you. <laughs> We can't read. Sorry, whiskey. We're fucking. We're shit Dude, at math have you here. Ever done math, you stupid and listen. <laughs> Felt that part in the ass, that, but it didn't matter. Fucking group me in with. I was in airstrikes. I'm good I'm, at math. Fuck you. 
You're deployed as a radio operator. Fuck off. You're just as good I, as I me. I airstrikes in Afghanistan. Don't eat a dick. I mean, I got told no. I conducted what I was supposed to do, but got denied. But whatever. Dude, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, like, I don't know what the point is, but exactly. I know that the point is coming because just from, like, what I saw three years ago, even on, you know, and I know that social media can turn into an echo chamber and it's just a right. part of who people are. But I've seen it a lot more the, though. I agree with you on that. Exponential trend, dude. It's yes. unfucking real. Like that's what Absolutely. gets me to go to bed at night, right? Like they <laughs> there are people who are waking up in such a dramatic fashion because the world has turned into such a fucking clown world that everybody's like, holy yeah. shit, you know, like none of this makes sense. No, I agree with well, you. I agree with well, that you know, fact. Absolutely. And, I think I think the exponential like growth that that we're talking that you just said is absolutely a factor and I think it's I think it is coming to a culminating yeah. point. I don't think it's going to be as fast as we think it is. Yeah, exactly. Like there's some day, there's some days where I'm like, man, it could literally pop off well, any day. Like, but it's like with the I think it's more like a 20-year plan. It's <laughs> like with like like we all fucking diss on like fucking Trump. Like none of us here like Trump, but Trump brought a lot of attention to politics when he got into the fucking, when he became president. So like every, everyone sure. became fucking political. Like everyone, everyone's political I, now. I, know, and and I, I think it. that's, I, I think yeah. that's a good thing. I think it's a fucking good thing. Like, I, t- I tweeted it today and I'm like, man, all you fucking people still all fucking upset and gung ho about, Oh, somebody, it's a politician fucking was in an orgy or did some shady, corrupt shit. And you all act surprised. Like, no, that's the norm, motherfuckers. You're just paying attention, you blue-pilled little fucking bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I love everyone storming to Twitter, being like, oh, Trump's fucking, uh, he's friends with Putin. And it's like, he's, yeah. he's bombing, he's arming Saudi Arabia to bomb Yemen and cause a genocide. Dude, and it's like, oh, what's really? What's so funny about all of it was like, when I first started, it was in 2015. And, you know, um, or just into 2016 and most people were like, Hey, you know, like Trump is where it is. Like fuck the establishment, all this stuff. Yeah. But it's just slid to the point where people are like so many more people are just like, no, fuck Trump. Like fuck all politicians. Like we're free fucking men. Like we yeah. don't need to put up with it. Was I, think, high, I think it was high enough and like more propagated, like, form of lying like more kind of yeah um, in your face yeah and really like this isn't gonna go from zero to a hundred right yeah yeah like as as much as i hate trump for a lot of what he is like i love what he's doing in just delegitimizing yeah washington dc right like a lot of people just don't fucking have faith in dc anymore and that's a very important and essential step well i think it but like yeah i think it woke a lot of people up too because it's like we're voting for this outsider that's not a politician his career politician, so he goes in there, but he's doing the same thing same that the last shit. politicians are. So it's waking people, sure. I, I, maybe not to the full extent that we want, but it's waking more people up to be like, it doesn't matter who the fuck you vote for, you still get John McCain. Yeah. For sure. Like, we're not, you know, like, we were on cruise control, I think, for a long time. And now, like, people are just starting to kind of wake up at the wheel and they're like, Oh fuck, we're going across those little bumpy things on the side of the road. I don't know what the terms <laughs> of those are. But we're like, Oh shit. Yeah. We kind of need to wake the fuck up. And it's like, you know, Trump, like I said, as much as I hate him, like he's made it a lot easier 
to reach conservatives and just be like, this is not what you fucking want. Yeah, dude. And well, yeah, that's the other thing. The split with the fucking conservative party right now because of Trump is insane. Like you have half of them just going with the flow and being like, yeah, Trump, Trump, Trump. And then the other half, like actively talking down on Trump. And I think that's insane. And it, I, I see the same thing with uh, Hillary Clinton with uh, or the Democrats with Hillary Clinton. It was kind of the same thing where it was like, you have a giant divide in both parties. That is very, you have the establishment party and you have the non-establishment party and it's, it's fucking intense. And that's why I think back to the point where it is like, it's coming to a culminating event. Like something's about to happen. Yeah. I, but I just don't know how soon it is. No. And I'm, I'm not going to pretend to play God. And f- well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying like, that you are the date and time, right? Like, a, yeah. like the, <laughs> I fucking wish I could Yeah, like the Millerites in 1848. I'm not going to be like the world <laughs> is ending on this fucking day. Yeah. But like at the same time, you know, it's easy enough to see general trends where you're like, shit's getting really fucking wild. And, Dude, it's getting you know, wild. Each, <laughs> each side is like pulling each other apart. You know, sooner yeah. or later, there's going to be a snap and it doesn't take a genius to yeah. understand that like each side is going in a different direction to where neither side is going to allow themselves to stay in this right. system that we've created, you know, and then shit's going to get fucking crazy. Yeah. But, Historically, it only like, takes, it only takes a, it only, it takes a spark that's hot enough to destroy it's like to Concord. burn the the per, the fucking disguise that the government's humanitarian rights organization. That's literally right. what it takes. Well, and, like uh, for us, and, for us you know, for the like revolution, it was the Boston Massacre. Like if you really think about it, you watched. It didn't matter about the force. There was already the tension there. There was already the animosity, and then British Concord was a big one. British soldiers just opened up on fucking people. And even though they no, got I, like, I, I was going to say it, even it wasn't they got just prosecuted. They were still like these mother. They're at the point where they're like, you're different yeah, from yeah. me and you fucking shot my people. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And two, it's not even like the Boston tea party or the stamp and tea taxes or, no. you know, Lexington and Concord. Not for the average, the average gun man. confiscation. No. Yeah. Right. But it's like all of this shit that they do, you know, mm-hmm. they, they sort of add <laughs> like they're putting more and more weight on this like scale till pretty soon there's going to be, you know, a tipping point. And yeah, there has to be, you know, it's going to be a really shitty tipping point for a lot it's of reasons. Suck dick. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's something that, you know, you let Indeed. yourself go for so long, sooner or later, you have to have an intervention. And, on, and honestly, I, I hope yeah. something comes about that stops it. I don't want to live that life. It's going to be terrible. Like everything we've talked about with, uh, or anything we know about American culture and how shit goes with our civil wars. There's a reason we had more casualties in our own civil war than we did in world war two, even though the technology was eons fucking better in in the persuasion of killing people. Um, Mm -hmm. We're really good at fucking shit up. And when you put those two kind of fucking forces (sighs) together, you have two sides that can utterly just, fucking annihilate everything in front of them based on i don't know why but you literally look at american warfare history yeah our culture our culture is yeah. war our culture is war we are our strategy we started off of war individual american warrior 
manages to pull through and make it even worse than if the strategy had actually worked. I'm like D Day, like yeah. Dude, Land is a D Day is a good example. I, but no, and it, it, it's quote. like so. That's like I don't want any of this shit to fucking happen. I want to fucking, I want to be a fucking uh, carded fucking plumber because I fucking have to <laughs> and fucking have a fucking family and move on but with like, my But like 5% life of you wants, be forgotten wants like the boogaloo. Uh, like 5%. Like 5%. Yeah, because it's, it, you know, I miss the excitement and I feel like <laughs> I'd sleep better at night fighting a boogaloo than I would when I fought in Afghanistan. But that's the yeah. And I still yeah, have, I as still... much as I know, as much as I know that like the Boogaloo would be this balkanization, like really fucking bloody civil war. Oh, it'd be mass um, murders on a scale that nobody's ever fucking even dreamt of. Exactly. And like what I always say is that, you know, we not only do we, we sort of deserve it because we fell asleep at the wheel, yeah. but also, yeah, we did. You know, like you got to make people comfortable with it to an extent, right? Like I know that a lot of, like I differ from a lot of other libertarian speakers. <laughs> you know, or whatever the fuck you want to call them, where I came from like a neoconservative background. Like a, a lot of people came from the left yeah. and now they're all just love and, you know, hippie, yeah, 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 hippie yeah. shit. Like I don't want libertarians like that. I want fucking no, trigger I'm pullers. Fucking trigger pullers. Exactly. Yes. I want trigger pullers who present a fucking threat. Yeah. Yes. Right? Like, I'm already on uh, a watch list. An arm, <laughs> an arm an armed society is a polite society and there's a reason why that is and it's because it, it's like it's like the thing with men like the difference between men and women like when men talk to other men there's there's a underlying um, barrier that if you like, cross you're gonna get fucking bar- punched yeah you yeah. Can, you have the chance like you've you've learned that you're over your entire life and women do not have that barrier especially with men because it's they're taught you know women are taught that men will not hit them even if women hit men but if everybody had that idea where it was like hey everybody has a line you don't know where their line is fucking you have to watch yourself on at all times like everybody i think things would be a lot fucking different yeah i mean you know to as much as i give shit to the whole um you know uh social contract like there are some parts of it that are true right yeah we all have our freedoms we're all free to do as we please but the moment that you infringe on other Mm -hmm. people you know where i might differ uh with a lot of libertarians it's like you're gonna get your fucking we're gonna have ourselves a factory fucking office party is what we're gonna have (laughs) yeah well uh, that's why i think like ice cream social i like that one too we're gonna have (laughs) i like the big ice house yeah The big well, that that's why yeah, I kind of think igloo. like the the left, like generally people that are left at least at a young age, are very anti-establishment. Like even though they're mm-hmm. supporting fucking establishment people, like Bernie Sanders or AOC or whatever, they're very anti-establishment. Like like for example, this establishment. Yeah. Well, for example, in Arizona, like they're fucking they're starting to ban like uh, fucking jewels and the flavored jewels and pretty much jewel yeah. and like bait well that's, that's like the cool thing that's the cultural thing that's new and upcoming for young teenagers that's what they want to do like it, it like it happens for every generation like 
It's not even legal for them to do it because it's got yeah. nicotine in it. So they. But like, but but what I mean is like so fucking I, I don't know. So I think good. Welcome to the fucking gun debate, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But I think yo. But I think real. like uh, Goodyear they just banned like all vaping like. Or maybe it was just flavored ones. I don't know. They banned certain types of vaping and jewels and shit. And like, yeah, like Goodyear oh, yeah. is mostly a conservative town. And it's it's mostly me, yeah, mainly old people. Oh, I thought you were talking about the tire company. The city. It's, it's a, a city in Arizona. It's, it's, it's yeah, gotcha. in the Phoenix metropolitan area. And it's got the highest STD rates in the entire state. Which includes hey, ASU. the fan flavored vape pods are saving yeah, the that's Well, that that makes sense, dude. There's a bunch of old people in our retirement homes. What do they do to yeah, feel alive again? They, they fuck. <laughs> but hey, your grandma got cream pie at one point. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, Jared. <laughs> like that's how we were all born. We all got cream pie somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. We all got cream pie. I never I, I got cream pie. Did you get cream You pie came out of your fucking dad's balls and got cream pie into your mom. That's how you were born. I didn't I did not get cream yes, pie. Yes, you did. I have never You were been part of the cream pie. pie. You were part of the cream pie. You were in the cream pie. That's a very specific distinction. You were inside though. the cream pie that was inside your mom. There's a dis- there's a distinction there that Dude, needs to be made. You were, you, little, <laughs> you were a little molecule of whipped cream in that cream pie. I'm I'm cool with that. I was part of the cream pie. I was not cream pie. You've been deeper inside your mom. There's than a your dad difference. Has. You've been what? deeper inside your mom than your dad has. Yeah. Ah, yeah. damn, dude, yeah. this is weird. <laughs> I think that's a. This a, took a turn. Yeah, that's wrap up note. This is the. This is the perfect. You, this is literally though the perfect point for me. To <laughs> uh, I just wanted yeah, to get a cream pie, Joe. <laughs> but uh, you gotta go soon, right? Yeah, I gotta go. You gotta, I gotta go. go right now. You gotta head out. All right, man. Dude, well, always well, appreciate what? you guys having me on. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, dude, we love guys. having We're you. We're gonna on. have you on more. Don't worry. You just stay tuned. Man. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> let me know anytime. You got to come to Arizona, man. Absolutely. You guys ever want that officer <laughs> <laughs> point of view? Give me a give me a holler. Honestly, I'm not even gonna right. lie. Me and Luke don't like how much taller than you are than us. I hate it. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking weird, bro. Like, I was like, damn, me and man. We're both like six foot, so it's just like you know we're like good like tall height. It's, it's like, cool, whiskey. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Don't worry. Nobody Don't worry, boys. Pinnacle of human evolution. I'm at the vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you were black, you'd be in the NBA. But no. No, absolutely. If I, could, if I could even dribble a basketball, maybe. <laughs> Um, it makes sense. Officers that I knew weren't very yeah, fucking yeah, athletic, yeah. so that's They're very coordinated. Oh, yeah, you, you just got to get a 300 on the APFT and you're good to go. That's all the athleticism <laughs> that you need. There you go. <laughs> all right, man. Well, you have a good one. We'll definitely have you on. We'll get. We'll, I, it's got to be like a like a monthly thing. Our we gotta 50th have a episode. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm always down. You guys. You guys ever just like see something too in the news that you want to talk about or whatever? Well, if you ever get banned on Twitter, we'll have you back on. (laughs) (laughs) I give it like a let's not make a fucking habit of this typo. (laughs) (laughs) This is why no one likes typo because he always just fucks it up for everybody. (laughs) All right, man. Hey, you have a good one, brother. All right, guys. Good as always. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. All right, have a good one. Yeah, later. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm sad he had to go. Yeah, I know, I'm always dude. glad when fucking whiskey comes on. 
But yeah, man, we hit a lot of fucking great points. I was going to say before, like, uh, uh, before in our earlier conversations about like the, uh, like better, like when you're like taking care of your new guys and training your new guys, when even if you're a little bit more red pilled, was I was going to go into, uh, I, I've met a lot of guys like that. I know a dude, uh, he was an infantryman in fucking my uh, deployment unit that I was with. And we were talking about like, hey, like if they were to like, you know, call people back, if we were to like go to war against like Iran or Venezuela or something like that, like a larger country, would you? Would you re- would you fucking accept like the hey you return to active service orders and I immediately was like fuck no I'll fucking stand outside of my fucking AK and be like eat a dick but 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 the, and this dude was more extreme than me at that time and he went on and he was like honestly man like I still have a lot of friends that are still in and I would just feel too bad for those fucking kids and I have the experience so I might just I might try to make it better almost on the inside try to train them better try to make sure that. <laughs> You know, whoever they're engaging is at least another dude who volunteered to do dumb shit, like, like shit like that. Like he would give yeah. that experience over so they don't freak out as much and make mistakes or fuck it up. And I was like, I understood that point of view because it was like, I, I started to get a little red pill at the end of my enlistment. And, yeah. but I still trained my guys intensively because it was like, I, I, you feel connection to those dudes. There are other, there are other, yeah, Marines, there are other soldiers uh, or whatever. Like when, uh, when I, my, my first semester of college, I went to ASU. I, uh, I had this class and it was like a critical thinking class. And it was probably my favorite class of all time because we literally just talk about political views. So, you know, as a libertarian, I'm all about that shit. But I was probably only 50% red pill to the time. No, I, was, I was still about Gary Johnson and Bill Weldon shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, but like we were, we, I don't know what the, like my, my teacher would always start off conversation in the beginning of the day with like something in the news. And it was my first semester of college. So it was still around the time when like fucking Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump weren't getting along and, you know, fucking Trump saying like rocket man on fucking Twitter and like making fun of him and shit. And, uh, like people like, I, uh, like, I think, I think he asked the question is like, who is legitimately afraid of going to war with North Korea? And I was the only one that raised my hand. I was the only one. And I, I thought that was crazy. Because like I, you, you were, no, because you were the only one in that class that had a legitimate understanding of what a war against North Korea would entail. Yeah. And like, well, the, the, like I, I was the only one that raised my hand. So my teacher's like, well, why do you think so? And I was like, fuck, like I'm on the spot. Cause I was the only one that raised my hand. Well, just set the preference. Everyone else in that class was 18 years old. They were right out of high school. Fine. I'm not saying they're dumb. They just don't understand. They're they don't understand. They don't, they don't they, know the world. They, they worry about yeah. other things. And they, I, not to be, I, I'm going to say this, but I think they were fucking so, so brainwashed that they literally thought that no one can touch America. And when I say that is like, even if we invade a country just as like North Korea is an old ass country, their fucking weapon systems are way be way farther behind ours does not mean they are not a threat. And I don't think they understood that. Like when I raised my hand, because if you think 7,000 casualties over fucking 18 years is bad, wait, wait yes. for a war with a modern yes. North Korea. Well, I stood up and, so I even told the story. It was like, 
well, when I was in the Marine Corps, my, like the, the general, like right before I got out, the general said like, we're going to war with North Korea. And our Lieutenant Colonel of our tank battalion was like, that's a very intense statement that I don't think people recognize that how intense that is. And in our, our Liberty briefing, he told us, he was like, he's like, there is no way that we have the amount of forces we have now that could that could actually physically invade North Korea. Like there will be a draft day one after we call for war for declare yeah, declare yeah. war. I remember I remember I remember you telling me that because you came down to Phoenix that yeah. weekend after that. And you were telling me and I was like, fuck, I'm yeah. getting recalled. And it's like so like one, I was already in the military and I still was I'm I, I fuck, I'm still serving my inactive contract. I think I still have another year. I don't I don't oh, really know. So I, eat a dick. Yeah, so I already know that, like, before the draft, I'm getting called back. Like, I knew that. And I was like, yeah. like okay, so that's what I'm afraid of, what, well, at least at the time I was most afraid of. And so I explained. I was like, if, like, they told me in the military there will be a draft. So I, like, looked at every guy in the room, and I was like, you should all be fucking afraid if we go to war with North Korea. Especially during a draft. Because they're going to get a quarter of the training that you did yep, and then deploy to a war yeah. zone. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing, though. They were, they were yeah. in college. They're not yeah. the ones that are going to be going to and war. The, but they were like, they're like, what? And I was like, I won't go to war. And I was like, okay, then you have to make the decision. Do you want to fight the North Korean government or do you want to fight the United States government? That's when you have to make a decision. And then and they're like, like, what do you mean by what? that? And I was like, that's your fucking options, dude. Do you want to fight the North Korean government or do you want to fight the United States government? And they didn't understand. Dude, I was like, you know what's so surprising okay. to me is the amount of the amount of people that will justify the Selective Service Act. Like 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 it's a good yeah. thing. And it's and and you know, especially I mean if you look at it, I mean obviously it's sexist. It's very much it's only males. Yeah. Males have to sign up for it. And, you know, that's a his, that's more of a historical standpoint from it, yeah. where it was like men go to I war, was, not women. Was and it's a little bit Marine different. And Marine combat training with females, them bitches, no. Well, no. well and, and, and I get that. But what I'm saying is like, what, I'm, what I meant by is like, people are so okay with, like, people don't even think about it. Like, like, like it's not even a thing. Like, are you fucking well, serious? What's, what's bullshit is feminists that fought for the right for the empire to force you to fight a war for you. Like, that's the most annoying thing is, like, oh, now women can be in draft. It's like, oh, that's such a good thing. And it's like, whoa. So now we can't only draft male human beings into slavery. We can draft both male and female, like, congratulations. We and still, you yourself. We still can't you know, even do that. Fucking funny is that in the event of a draft, the standards would be lowered so fucking low yeah. that you'd basically have to have a pulse, be able to run a little bit, and carry a rifle. Yeah, and look, gonna say, well, yeah that's what they were doing in World War II. Recently, Vietnam. You should look at Vietnam. Yeah. So then females yeah. would be more than likely, they're not, like, you know, physically incapable. They're still human beings, obviously. Wow. Um... But no, no one, yeah, but. right. I, I was like, I don't know. I have to clarify. They're still that. human so beings. I did anyway. <laughs> yeah, like you know, they're different. People. Well, you know, honestly, know there's 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 some people that I don't feel like they understand that. That's you know? true. <laughs> Maybe you know, clarify to the people out there. 
but uh that they'd be able to pass those fucking standards and then this like it, it was simple shit like i remember one of my college classes uh we were having that debate and i was still i was pr- still pretty fucking blue pilled and we were talking about it was right when females were getting accepted into like combat roles and then i like looked it up and i was like they need you know make the physical standards the same and i started to get into an argument with like obvious feminists in my class about females in combat positions and i have yeah, blue like, hair i got in the same no, arguments. and i sat there and i was like listen lady um i'm 210 pounds walking around with a full marine corps kid what i carried in afghanistan i weigh over 300 pounds so do you think without a shadow of a doubt if i got shot you'd be able to pick my 300 pound fucking ass up of dead weight screaming and writhing and maybe trying to hit you out of just sheer shock you'd be able to pull me out of a kill zone and why would you want to why would you want that they're like uh it's like exactly no yeah that was was always my yeah that was always my argument well not the slave part but that's a good point too (laughs) my my argument was always like, um, I always said, I was like, I don't agree with women. Like at, at the beginning, at the onset, I was like, I don't agree with women joining combat arms if standards are lowered to accommodate yes. them. If they can meet the oh, standard yeah. as it is 100%. now, if they yeah. could, and I was like, if they meet the standard as it is now, I fully, I understand they are an exception to the rule because the majority of women can't meet that standard because that's oh, what yeah. the standard is. And it's, and it's a physicality know, standard. I, I majority of men can't either. Are, <laughs> I know, I, yeah, exactly. I know, the majority yeah. of men can't either. I knew either. female Marines so, that could 100% whoop the exactly. piss out of several male Marines. Yeah, yes. 100%. Oh, yeah. women, and, I saw and, women in the Marine Corps be like, you could be in the infantry. You're, you're good. And, and then, you know, like I got a lot of pushback from people when that was all being talked about uh, because they would uh, say, well, what about like a lot of military guys? They would talk about like, oh, what about the psychological effects? We don't know how it affects women as much. And it's like, yeah. we don't even know how it affects fucking men, bro. The, the majority of people that kill themselves in fucking yeah. the military are men. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And, and it's just, and it goes well, back to the whole well, thing with it, the it, selective yeah, service it's a, where it's like it's, it's it i was just gonna go ahead annoying because like like okay so like that aspect that you're defending because like i even kind of defend that today like i like i'll be like yo women don't belong in the military if they can't fucking handle it and i would say the exact same thing about men but yes. but my yeah but now my broad perspective of being a little fucking libertarian fucking ancap now is like why would you even defend that like, why are yeah. you defending women to go to these places that are literally killing men 20 times a day? Like, what? Yeah, the- exactly. Like, non deployment or I not, non combat or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, look, look at our aversions to fucking the military, uh, just as we are. You and I never went to yeah. combat. You and I never did anything like that. But we still have this disdain and this disgust for even thinking the way that we did at the time, because it's absolutely horrible. Yeah. I don't want anybody to go through that. It's exactly. Fucking, it's, it's horrendous. Yeah. It's, that, that's what pisses me off is like w- women's reactivists. Like, Oh, fucking women should be in combat roles or fucking for God's sakes, transgender should be in the military. It's like, why would you send 
the people that have the highest suicide rate into the fucking military where everyone gets out and want to kill themselves. Like, why the fuck would you want to support that? Exactly. It makes no sense at all. And the fact that people advocate for things like selective service or just military service in general, like if there is a military, it should be completely voluntary, but it should be like a lower talked about thing. Like it is in every facet of our life. Yeah. It's, it's in every facet of our life. That's like an argue arguing like talking point that I make to uh, like conservatives being a minarchist is, um, or excuse me, is uh like, listen, like we want to end these fucking wars and, you know, and spending all that jazz. But then it's like, don't you want, like, if we have a smaller military, then obviously you could be more selective in the types of people and the strengths of people to be in said military. So then as such, your military force would be really, really, really fucking good. And then you can invest more resources and fucking training and time into these fucking individuals. And then... You know, you know, freedom, yay, you have an armed population. So if somebody does invade the United States, you know, your worst fear, ooga booga booga, fucking, they're kind of fucked. They have to compete against a conventional force of really highly trained professionals. And then every fucking street they try to fucking take, a 12-gauge blows the fucking point man out the fucking door. Yeah, you could have a bunch of submarines guarding this fucking country with uh, literally just all the special forces. Eliminate everyone else in the military and just have the special forces and a bunch of submarines. This country's yeah. pretty fucking safe. Yeah, I'd, I'd include Rangers into that and then be like, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they're yeah. technically the considered Ranger special forces. would be like the mainline troops and then you'd have like fucking all the yeah. fucking. No uh, problem. Then what do you no do problem. With, what, do you do with what do you do with the Marine Rangers? What do you do with the Marines that went to Rangers? Mars- no, yeah, the Marines that went to Rangers. Oh. No, the Marines that went to Rangers. I don't know. Fuck. I you mean, can go to you can go to you can go to uh, Rangers just a tad. Well, Rangers well, just fucking, a tad. Uh, th- I when know. I was well, the Marine Corps, okay. I'm just being. I'm well, just the being fucking. I was always told. I just don't. I just don't think Rangers are that that special anymore. Like, I mean, we we had a whole Ranger battalion well, on yeah. on uh, in Oki, yeah. and all of them were like. No, it's just a tab that we get. We're we're 101st Airborne or whatever. Yeah, well, like, I, between being just had, army, they just all had Ranger Battalion. Between being an Army Ranger and having a Ranger tab. Like Army Rangers yeah. go through a lot well, more selective training and a lot more elite training outside of just Ranger School. Just to get a Ranger tab, anybody can go to fucking Ranger School. Yeah, but the Yeah, that's and what you, I that's what I was tab. I was making a no. joke. I was making a joke. It was a shitty yeah. one, but okay. Yeah, it was a shitty joke, but it was a joke. Well, Luke's the <laughs> you just Luke's the fucking king of shitty jokes. He makes puns still, like he's in the fucking nineteen seventies. Whatever, bro. I feel like the more follow, <laughs> I don't need a thousand followers to. The feel more good followers about you have, the more tiny your dick <laughs> is. <laughs> Dude, I already told everybody I have the smallest dick. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. No typo has the smallest dick. I've seen it. I don't. Uh, I will not confirm or deny. <laughs> It's motion of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And that thing, I like, you know, eat ass, whatever. But I, hey, I you eat I dirty you ass, like, though. You, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's, I, I, that's how you clean it. How the, how the fuck else do you libel. clean dirty ass? Dude, I was fucking all about your tweet, and you're like, dirty ass. And I'm like, oh. Nah. Well, I don't know. Excuse me of it, man. You just got to own it. Hey, I was still about it, dude. I, know you I was were, still about it. I know. 
<laughs> but no, I, I agree with your point where you're like, you know, you, you limit it, you limit it to special forces, things like that. And a couple fucking submarines and like, don't fucking advertise it all the fucking time. Uh-huh. And we don't have people going off and thinking that it's like the, like, that's actually a, a, uh, uh, not a wise thing, a uh, honorable thing to do. Like joining the military now is an honorable. It's like what we talked about whiskey earlier. You wanted to join because it's a badass yeah. thing to do, and you get all these fucking. And you join, and you're like, I'm a janitor. They train yeah. me to do yeah, gun for stuff real, for a little bit, but mostly I'm just a janitor. Yeah, cleaning government buildings for fucking. Yeah, ever. it's fun, dude. And and raking fucking rocks in a design outside of taking, a com barracks. Taking leaves out of fucking grass in the middle of August because some general is going to come by and it doesn't look pretty enough. Yeah, dude. Dude, that was the weirdest part for me. Did I tell you about when the uh, the the general, the base general? No, actually, I think it was the what was what was 29 Palms? One meth? First meth? Seven. Right? No, that's meth. seventh reg. Uh, meth. I think it was because there's first, second, and third meth. I think it was, maybe it's third meth. I don't know. First or third meth? Meth. Whatever. But um, hey, typo. What's it, what's uh, what Marine Expeditionary Force was twenty nine palms? It was first, right? Oh uh, well, yeah. Well, we were in the first division, yeah. so I'm assuming, yeah. First division. That's what I meant. My bad. My bad. First division. Um, so the first division general was like touring the barracks one day, and and I was in my room because oh, yeah. I had just gotten off being a range coach. And he was touring our barracks with our CO and BC and Sergeant Major and our You know first that sergeant. motherfucker only went in like fucking four rooms and you just got dude. stamped, dude. And it was literally like I was literally sitting. So I just gotten back to my room and I was like laying down on my bed because I was like tired as fuck. You know, I'd been up since three o'clock and it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Marines don't get so tired, dude. I was dude. like, I don't give a fuck, dude. I was tired. <laughs> and, uh, so I was sitting there and I was like laying on my bed and I was in boots and utes and I had my shower running cause I was about to jump in the shower and thank fucking Christ. I had my shower running because they like, I heard my door open and I was like, what the fuck? And I like, jump up and I like walk to the door and before they open it, I like opened it and I was like, who's, Oh shit. Saw some stars on uh, that collar boy. <laughs> I was like, good afternoon, sir. And then I looked around and I was like, uh, gentlemen, um, what the <laughs> fuck? Like why? Are, why is the first meth general sitting in my yeah, fucking room right now? Yeah, you saw two stars on that bitch's collar, dude. You I know. Did yeah. <laughs> and, and and I was just like, uh, gentlemen, like, can I help you with something? Like, I, like in my head, you know, I didn't know he was inspecting rooms or anything. I I was like, fuck, am I am I going to jail? <laughs> like, what did I do? <laughs> and and they're like, oh, we're doing bar- barracks inspections. And my first sergeant, like our first sergeant and the CO, that little douchebag CO that we had uh, for uh, H&S company. Jerry, yeah, do you remember, remember him? Little short white guy. Yeah, they were just like glaring at me. Like, why is this motherfucker in his room, you know? And uh, and he's like the general's talking to me. And I was like, oh, sir, I, I just got off the range. Uh, I was out there being a, uh, a verifier, you know, I'm, I'm out there all week kind of thing. And he's like, Oh, cool. And you know how generals are like generals are like when they, they don't give a shit about anything. So he's like, so they're like inspecting my room, you know? And thank God it was fucking kind of clean. 
Um, it, like the only thing that was dirty, I think it was a, it was like a Friday cause it was like right after field day. And so all my stuff was put away. The only thing that was dirty was like my blouse was, wasn't hanging. It was just like on the thing. And then my lockers were open and I was just like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, Oh, you got more than the uh, allowed amount of beers in your, in your fridge. And like checks my fridge. And I'm like, no, sir. And I actually didn't have any fucking alcohol on my fridge. He's like, Oh, so what are you doing after this? Uh, and I was like, I'm about to go back to work. He's like, uh, and, they, and then the first sergeant was like, yeah, Sergeant uh, Luke is getting out of the Marine Corps here in the next couple months. And he's like, oh, really? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to ASU. Uh, he's like, oh, have you been accepted? And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, I've been accepted. Uh, I already have a place to stay, you know, this, that, or the other. And he's like, oh, you're really, you're, you're really ready. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready to get out, sir. <laughs> Like it was just, but it was just such an awkward conversation and I hate generals because it's just so yeah. fucking, well, well, isn't that weird? All the like, time. um, like, uh, how, how they like, they, like the, the lower rank, like I would say like staff, like the lower ranks and staff and officer hype up such like the fucking, like just the medium ranks in staff and officer so much that you're like, you have to impress them and all this. And then like you meet them and like, Sometimes they're assholes, but most of the time they're just like, they just want to talk to you. Like there's a little bit of dust on your TV. Like they don't fucking care. They're just like, it's mostly clean. Like he yeah. took his trash out. Like, no, oh, that's they, good. They, they go in and they look around. They're like, yeah, that looks clean. Yeah. They don't even fucking wipe their fucking hand on the top. Like no one does that. No normal human being fucking does that. And then like, like most of the time, every time a fucking higher rank came in my room, like it's not, like a higher higher rank, they're just like, "Well, this looks clean," like looks clean. They don't feel around. They don't fucking fuck around Take or anything. Take off the AC unit and feel up inside of it. <laughs> exactly. They're just like, yeah, yeah, it looks like he's uh, a good marine. Like you're whatever. Fucking for real. Like move, I, move your bed up from way from the fucking wall and look at the dirt behind it. Exactly. Like I don't. I don't know what the fuck is what. Why the Marine Corps is like that? Where like some dickhead sergeants like fucking. Well, flip your bed upside down. Let's see what dust is on the bottom. And you're like, what the fuck? Why are you like this? Is when the corporal <laughs> just comes in, takes a cup, puts it in the toilet. And then splashes water all over your room and says, "Why is it all fucking wet?" Fail, and then walks out. Yeah. Or it's, when he just it's like my and- absolute favorite and my favorite story was when one of my corporals just walked into my room, took one step inside, looked me me and my roommate in the face, and said, "Fuck you, you're new." Fail, and then walked out. And we were just yeah. We yeah. Keep- we keep cleaning. Well, if you're if you're fucking six months in the Marine Corps, you fail field day every week. Like that's yeah. just general what, fucking rules. And and but like these stories are the ones that people are gonna they're like, oh, we're gonna justify this and say that everybody should go through this if they if we have a draft. Like what, bitch? Like that's not even the worst part. Like you're gonna think these stories yeah. sound stupid, but just wait until you you hear Jared talk about fucking Iraq or, or just you know you hear a basic field he's talking about Iraq and Afghanistan or yeah fucking like me and up. Luke's been on and plenty of field ops probably Luke's been on a little bit more than I have but we've been on field ops together and it's like wait we're training to be in war and this is what we're doing right now this is yes. where you're this is what that's what you're telling me and then yeah. they're like yeah this is makes sense and, and then 
And then the fuck, right when you get out of the field, some fucking officer or fucking staff and seal that's been in actual deployments, like we would never do that in deployment. You're like, then why the fuck was I in that training op? Like, what did that, what did that do for me? What did it do for me? Yeah. And then, well, and it was like what I was talking about earlier. Um, when I said, uh, the worst part of my Marine Corps career was me saying I'm denying my reenlistment and them sending a Marine off to go on this deployment. You know, you know who they, they, they picked the, they picked one of my junior Marines, obviously, cause somebody had to go on it. They picked one of my junior Marines, but they picked the one junior Marine and he wasn't even the smartest yeah. one. You know exactly who he is, Jared. Yeah. He wasn't even the smartest one. He was the one that had a wife. He was the only one that was married. And they picked him. And I am almost 100% positive they picked him to be assholes to me. Like, to make a point to well, me. Like, Luke. Like, here, guess what we're going to do? We're going to pick the guy that has a wife and is starting a family to go on this deployment because you said no to your reenlistment and you're not going to well, go do it. So guess what? We're going to train. We're going to take the guy that you've been training for the last couple months. Hey, hey Luke, even worse than that, like, when I got to 19SB – and right before I got there, there was a bunch of people slate, uh, slated to go to fucking Afghanistan. Who were the people they picked to go to Afghanistan? The dumbest ones. They picked the dumbest ones. Um, I, was, I was the comm chief at the time at, the, at 9th DSB because we didn't have a staff sergeant yet. And uh, we had, we had a, a, a company-sized group that was going to go to Afghanistan. And they were going to do mostly like – uh, humanitarian stuff, you know, build bridges, build schools, things like that. Um, cause we were an engineer support. Yeah. Battalion. Yeah. And then, and I'll, actually a lot of it was going to be more, uh, sweeping, you know, mine sweeps and shit like that. And, uh, so we were, it was between us, atheist B and like six ESB, all the ESBs in the fucking Marine Corps, Marine Corps. They were, they were, they were going to choose whatever unit did better on Mojave Viper, whatever it's called now. It's not Mojave Viper. Yeah, I know you're talking but, about, um, though. <laughs> uh, so they, they were going to choose, choose those groups. And so they picked people from the radio shop because uh, we didn't have radio operators at uh, uh, company levels. So we just had one radio shop, and it was at H&S Company. So they picked the three stupidest people in our radio shop to go – because even though I said I wanted to go, because at that time I was like, I don't know, a year into the fleet, I was like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And they wouldn't pick me because they wanted me to stay here. And, you know, it's not like a big loss if they lost these three people. And it was just – and then they, they ended up failing Mojave Viper. Yeah. Like I've never heard of a unit failing like Mojave Viper, you know, the workup training to go to Afghanistan or Iraq – but they literally failed it. My unit failed it because they were so bad. They couldn't get communications the entire time. Their fucking maneuvers were horrible. And even their our engineers doing their sweeps were fucking horrible and like would have gotten blown up something like 70% of the time. It was fucking insane. My unit was trash. It'd be sucked. They lost a fucking bridge. Yeah, they lost a fucking bridge. I just don't like it was just fucking intense. well I just don't understand how like like I, I mean I don't know if it's true but I fucking I feel like it is because it's the fucking Marine Corps 
but I heard the bridge was tied by 550 cord. Like a fucking... Oh, no, that's... No, that's true. Well, then if it's, if it's true, that's worse. Because, like, a fucking yeah. bridge is tied to a fucking... Like, tied to a post. Yeah, they tied a, they, and it's fucking... It just they, gets lost. It's gone. And then, I mean, rumors... Rumor had heard that it fucking showed up in South Korea somewhere. But it's like, that's yeah, even worse! Like, that one is. it showed up in another country? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how true that one is. I just know that they lost a bridge that was tied up to 550 cord at a fucking like a a dock, basically, and then like they just fucking lost it because it was during a giant storm. And I was like, how the fuck does that happen? <laughs> well, fucking uh, uh, dude, there's like that. That's something like that's crazy. Is like uh, like. The rules that the fucking Marine Corps creates to follow rules in Japan are insane. Like, cause they're trying to, they're trying to like follow the rules in Japan, but also follow United States rules. And it comes together to like this tyrannical fucking bullshit. That, like no one can fucking agree to like, you don't know what to do. And like, I mean, when I first got there, everyone was like, go to, go get a fucking hooker. Hell yeah. But every everything you learn when you first get there is like, no, don't go there. Yeah, this is legal. Don't go there. This is legal in Japan, but it's yeah. not legal for U.S. military. But then we follow Japan's drinking laws. Yeah, that's what it's, it's fucking mind blowing, dude. Yeah, you fucking you can't go literally pay to fuck a whore, but but you get to drink at twenty. So everyone in Japan's like twentieth birthday, twenty first birthday is twentieth birthday. You can get fucked up as you want, as long as you have your battle buddy. You're like what, dude? What? Honestly, I think that's how uh, the Marine Corps, especially they like they placate Marines, and it's like they do it by uh, fucking alcohol. They do it by Ooh, alcohol. And dude, money. I guarantee like- no one in the right fucking. I, I guarantee like the the crime rate according to the Marine Corps would be so goddamn high if they were like, no, we're going by the U.S. standards, you'd be 21. And then, oh, yeah. like, fucking Marines would be underage drinking like no other. Like, like, no one would give a fuck about the rule. Dude, when I first showed up there, everyone's like, how old are you? And I would be honest. And I'm like, I'm 19. And then someone would hand me a beer and be like, you're 20. And I'm like, oh, I... Yep. I guess I'm 20 now, four months earlier. Like, I'm 20. Like, well. Yeah. And I, I don't know how it was for you, Jared, but it, it, like for us, it was like if, if you came to Japan, like you were drinking. Like, it didn't matter yeah. what, what, where you were at in the barracks, no, like just, what yeah, rank you were, what age you were. Alcohol and I would just go party at married friends' houses where they had alcohol too. Yeah. Well, yeah. like. Was that how it was? Well, even like you like weirdly enough, there was a couple like staff and staff office like staff NCOs that would show up at our barracks. You remember that, Luke? Yeah, there was like a couple fucking staff NCOs that would show up at our barracks, and like I don't know, like I, I guess trying to be cool or fuck fucking young female enlisted, probably mainly hey, fuck dear- female enlisted. That's what it was. Do you remember that one that showed up and he had the staff sergeant fucking tattoo on his? Yeah, calf? and he kept trying to hide it from us. 
but yeah. he made it so then, goddamn like, obvious. It. He's like, I, I got to cover this up because I can't let people know I'm here. And it's like, well, when you keep pulling at your fucking shorts, bro, like everyone knows that it says gunnery sergeant on your goddamn leg, you dumb fuck. Yeah, oh, my God. He was a dumb was. fucker. But, like, even then, like, he was, like, he's, like, I don't care how old you are. It's, like, fucking, like, just get drunk. Like, my first Marine Corps ball, I was 19 years old. It was my first month in the Marine Corps. I didn't even have the the second ribbon you get. So, everyone at that Marine Corps ball knew I was a boot. Everyone. Did you did you know that uh, under commander's discretion, like, if you're, you're a battalion commander, no matter if you're in the States or – abroad they can mandate that you're allowed to drink during the marine corps ball they did it you know that shit jared no i didn't know that yeah that shit's fucking insane and it's like what like why do we have this fucking special power (laughs) yeah well they they were gonna do it at my first marine corps ball but uh like something happened right before the marine corps ball where like some underage person got a dui basically and they're like well we're not going to do it anymore. But, like, the whole time going up to, like, the, that Marine Corps ball, everyone that was 19 or 18 thought they were going to drink at the at the ball. And then at the fucking end, they're like, if you are 19, you can't fucking drink. And fucking people – like, people just stormed out. Like, people left. Like, even people that were – Because they just go drink yeah, at the barracks. because <laughs> people that were of age were like, well, my friends are 19, so I'm just going to go back to the barracks with them or we get hammered. Like, no one – no one cares. No Dude, one cares. Japan was Japan was a different story, man. But I, I, I don't know. This just goes back to like the whole thing that we were talking about, where it's like we still have people advocating for selective service, and this is this is the culture that you're saying that people should be taken into, and yeah. that it's a good thing. The men or women, like I don't give a shit. I don't think I don't think men or women should be told to serve our country like that's fucking bullshit that's not what our country's founded yeah but like uh like i guarantee the culture that we were exposed to at 18 you would never want your children to be exposed to like yeah i would not want my children like i was exposed to a radical fucking alcoholic nicotine addict fucking culture like right when i turned 18 i i never smoked a cigarette in my life i barely drunk alcohol when I was in high school. Like I smoked weed more than anything, but I fucking right when I got the fuck in the military, it was like, you better be smoking. You better be drinking. If you're on your day off, like, yeah, that's what everybody did. And that was the only things that you really could do, especially in Japan. Yeah. Like, it was like, you become, uh, you get told that right. When you get off the, the plane, it was like, you either become a gym freak, an alcoholic, a gamer, or, uh, or, no, I didn't get told a gamer. It was a gym freak, an alcoholic, or a, or a, a religious freak, and it was or a combination of those three things. And it was like I knew a lot of religious alcoholics in the fucking. <laughs> Marine Corps. That's I heard name, something sure. similar at one point. I think that, that that sounds familiar. I've heard that before. Yeah, but yeah, you become a, a gym freak, an alcoholic, or a religious freak, ad- and or a combination yeah, of those. You get three. an addiction somewhere. Your addiction. Yeah. You have yeah. an addiction to something. Because it's your way, it's your outlet. It's your outlet away from it. I mean, most people, yeah. probably because the Marine Corps is found in a bar, most people choose alcohol. Like, that's their they fucking tell outlet. They all the time. I remember sitting there in fucking MOS school and be like, our fucking 
Great Marine Corps was founded in a bar at Tun Tavern. So <laughs> I know my Marines like to drink. Fucking stand there at attention for an hour. Jesus Christ. Well, it's it's, it's like yeah, when dude. I like before the Marine Corps ball, like everyone's like, follow the rules, don't fucking underage drink. Then I show up the Marine Corps ball and some like fucking gunny I've literally never met before till that moment. It's like, hey, I'll buy you a screwdriver. And you're like, well, it's a gunny. This higher fucking rank that's in the Marine Corps is buying me a drink. I'm like, I'm not going to say no. Like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going to get busted down because I underage drink. Yeah, he won't, he won't have anything happen yeah, to him. Fucking... He'll probably be the, he'll be the one reading you your rights. <laughs> <laughs> or, or trying to read you your rights because we can't fucking read either. That's yeah, fucking true, dude. You, you remember how many times what? on the fucking Crucible, like, drill instructors are reading that, like, honorable mention fucking <laughs> thing, and they fucking fuck up every word on the way there, and you're like, what did you say? And they're like, fucking push. And you're like, what? What is going on? <laughs> okay. <laughs> But, all right, well, that's probably a good place to end it. I hope you guys enjoyed our 25th episode. Um, I'm running the Instagram. Typo's on the Facebook now. Jared's got the Discord. You guys want to throw out your handles, say anything, last piece? Yeah, I absolutely 100% promise I'll post the Discord link when we drop this episode. But <laughs> right. I feel bad every time I've said it. But, uh... No, uh, uh, at the Mongoose0861, I'm Jared. Fucking, what's up? Dude, I've had a couple people send me memes about, uh, like, talking shit about Minarchus and then say it's typo, and I think it's fucking hilarious. No, I'm, 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 the, I'm the Minarchus statist on the podcast. <laughs> it's Jared, so Jared, fucking Jared's funny, dude. Statist. Typo just sounds like a bitch, but i actually am a bitch jared so. is the bitch yeah see, i owned it before you could say it that's why you're the, actually the bitch anyways <laughs> i fucking run the facebook follow us on facebook um i also just want to say that i never thought that this podcast would make 25 episodes i thought we would give it a try and uh we would get no clout and yeah, we we're gonna make it the five yeah and but i just want to say it's fucking awesome that uh we have an outlet it's for us to just talk and then people are fucking listening and for us to make it 25 episodes fucking have a reoccurring guest that's fucking amazing and uh thank you all of our followers and i'm at the real typo yep and i'm at keep it real luke on twitter you can find me on uh the instagram we're at biting bullet pod on instagram Post some pretty dank ass memes. Um, they kind of just send them to me and I find my own and I just put them up there every once in a while. But uh, I'm just really glad that the podcast has come to the place that it's at so far. And it's been, it's been fucking funny. And I've met a really, a lot of really fucking cool people, whether it's on Twitter or actually coming onto the show and, uh, we just really appreciate it, and we're going to keep doing it. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, we've done 25 in a row. What's Nonstop every, every What's... Sunday, baby. We've been fucking consistent. Yeah, every... yeah we're keeping that consistency. We're going to keep releasing episodes. We'll probably have some bonus episodes coming out just because we'll find some free time to fucking Marine Corps birthday. throw to get. Yeah, if you don't yeah. think we have anything yes. planned for the Marine Corps birthday, you've done fucked up. <laughs> yeah we got some shit planned for the marine corps birthday i think 
everybody's gonna love that episode. It's gonna be a giant fucking oh, yeah. shit yeah. show. It's gonna be a long and uh, <laughs> I already know it's gonna be. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a long one, and I don't even know what the fuck we're, we're talking about. We're gonna have too many Marines on. Too many. We're like yeah. everyone's like. You're at that bar and you see there's a group of Marines. Like those guys are annoying as shit. Like that's the episode. That's yeah, gonna that's... be that episode. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's gonna be a good time. And then um, if you guys have fucking people you want on the show or you think that will like coming on the show, uh, send them our way. I mean, we're always looking for guests. We've got we've got a few people that still want to come on that we're that we want on. Um, but if you have anybody that you guys have in mind that you think should come on and you have a personal contact with them or something like that, send them our way. We have an email. I always forget to say that, but it's a uh, vets against government at gmail.com. So that's pretty dope. And it's government G O V T instead of spelled out. Because like I said, we don't know how to fucking read. How are we going to spell? Um, I think that's it. Uh, my last final thoughts is if you're for selective service, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> If, and that uh, women are people. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 Jared's final women thought. Are women people. are people. <laughs> women are people too. <laughs> <laughs> um and there was something else I wanted to fucking say. Uh oh, if you're fucking vets or cops and you get pissed off about what we say fucking talk to us first or actually like listen to our episodes we don't hate cops and we don't hate vets our whole fucking thing and probably most people aren't gonna hear this because the end of the fucking episode but i don't give a shit if you think we hate cops and we hate vets that's not it at all what we want is to create a space and that's what we're trying to do is create a space where we can talk about all the fucking crazy shit that we've done and have a good time with it, but understand that not everything is fucking good just because some person that you looked up to one time that was born 200 years yeah. ago said it was not fucking Not because good. someone's wearing a fucking costume makes you justified. Yeah. Institutions can be bad. The people in it, it can be good. But they're only good. Not that they're only good. You have to fucking wake them up to the, realize the fucking bad. That's my piece. I dig it. So. It's a good end. All right, guys. Not a militia. Well, well, yeah. Hashtag not a militia. Hashtag Chloe Kardashian podcast. Hashtag home of the fighting mongooses. Home of the fighting mongooses. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Deuces.